Welcome to Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a lot about life and a little about business. Your host, Ashley Ramsey, will be sitting down with guests from all different sectors of the real estate industry to tell you their real life stories. From hardships to triumphs and business to personal lives, we promise to bring you the tea. Hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of Spilling the Title Tea. I am your host and real estate attorney, Ashley Ramsey. My first guest is Cassie Foley, who is a top real estate agent in our local area. And a uh, funny story here, Cassie and I have known each other since our ages were in single digits. We will not tell everyone how many years ago that has been, <laughs> yeah. um, but we've known each other a long time. Um, our moms actually grew up in school together, and then we grew up going to school together. And when we were little kids, we made a pact that when we grew up and had kids, we would make sure we had them at the same time so that our kids could grow up in school together. And then neither of us ended up having children. Still waiting on that. <laughs> we're, we're just aunts to a bunch of, you know, really great nieces and nephews. Right. So, but what we didn't plan was that we were going to end up in the same industry. So yes. <laughs> both of us randomly ended up in the real estate world and you did not start out in real estate. I did not. And so I want to know what made you change your mind, change the trajectory of your career um, to switch from what you were doing before to jumping into real estate? I had uh, worked in the restaurant industry for 15, maybe 16 years. Um, And I had a regular um, who came in uh, weekly and I got to know him and his wife. And he also was a, a GM of a restaurant. In, in Lexington. And he made the jump. He, he, he quit the restaurant industry and went into real estate. And so then every week when he'd come in, I would be like, how's it going? You know, and it would be ups and downs. He'd be like, oh, well, this week was really good. And then the next week would be, I, you know, I'm not sure. But then after, I would say about two years after that, you know, he became um, a member of the board for our our MLS um, and became very successful and very well known. And so restaurant industry made quite a few changes over the last say 10 years on how they're ran or managed. And so I was like, well, I think I'm, I think I'm done. Um, I had a little bit of money saved up to where I felt like I could live comfortably uh, for not near as long as I needed. (laughs) Um, and so I, that's what I did. I, I signed up for real estate school. I put in my notice, um, and which was scary. I went from a paycheck every other Friday to, I did not know when I was the next time I was going to get paid. And so I, I just made that leap and I kind of went in it. And when I first talked to my broker, I was sitting down with him and he was like, you know, what do you want out of this? And then I, was, I, I need to make, I want a paycheck. I need to make the, <laughs> sa- the same or equivalent to what, what I was, or, or I could, I can go back. Um, and he told me that, you know, on average, it takes a real estate agent like five years to become established. And so I told him, I said, I don't, I don't have five years. I was like, I will give you one and we'll see where we're at. 
because if not, you know, I'm going to go back to restaurants. And thankfully, I've been able to be more successful with real estate than I was in restaurants. Yeah. Well, and that's a key here. You said, I'm going to give you a year. And in your first year, you were a top producing agent in year one, when it normally takes others, the average is five years. Right. How did you do that? Well, in my previous, you know, job, I mean, you, you clock in and you, you are working. You're, you are doing something from the minute you get there to the minute that you leave. And it's like that every day. And my first day, once I you know, became licensed in my brokerage, you know, I walk into the office. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Now what? Well, and then it hit me because there's nothing. There's nobody there. We have our admin and I have a mentor, but nobody is writing you a schedule. Uh, you are, it, you're on your own. Um, now, granted, I have an amazing support team, but still finding the work is completely on me. So I had to cr- make this and treat it as a job the same as you would something where you're going to a block building and clocking in. So every day I would get up, I would get dressed and I would go to the office. Um, you know, the most successful agents in my office are there. And so as much as it may have been annoying for them, um, I was just observing them. Like, what are you doing? Uh, show me, can, you know, can yeah, I, teach me. can I see what you're doing? Um, and so that's how I learned how to do um, CRMs and really prospect. You know, you have to, it is so easy to wake up, stay at home. I'm going to work from home today. And then you get sidetracked. You know, the dogs want to go outside. The kids are here, <laughs> whatever. And, you know, and it's like, so I have to make sure that I get up and I go to the office because then it changes my mindset. I can get my mind ready on the drive there. Um, and then when I'm walking in the building, we, you know, we have little offices. You go sit in your office and you start your day. And then another thing is, I guess it's thick skin from working in restaurants, but I'm not afraid to ask people for business uh, or to have a communicate, you know, a conversation with somebody. And yeah. so, I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Right. And then what's more important than getting a listing or a buyer this week? Nothing. So if I have a (laughs) hundred people tell me, no, leave me alone. I'm going to keep on until I get a yes or, or I know someone. Um, And so that's when I started. I I was messaging people on Facebook. Hey, I'm now a real estate agent. My broker provides leads. They're not great, but you have to work them. Um, you know, and unfortunately a lot of agents want to stay in a geographical area. Um, I can't pay my bills on one closing a month. Right. So I can't just rely on the people in Richmond or Berea, you know, to get a sale. So I, I drive, um, if I have somebody, you know, that wants to see something and that's an hour drive, well, that's fine, you know. Um, and so I make sure to plan my week. Um, education 
is one thing that a lot of agents don't want to do. Um, but every week I'd pull up my calendar. If I was going to have a slow week, um, our board, they, there's free classes to take. So if I had a day where I didn't have a showing, I didn't have a listing, I wasn't meeting with anybody, I would sign up for a class. Outside of, you know, your normal licensing or whatever, I try to take every class that I possibly can. Um, I also listen to podcasts. I started uh, reading books on real estate because you go to class or you get your license and they teach you nothing about the act of selling. Yeah. Um, and so you get the law or the rules, um, but they don't tell you how to successfully have an open house. Uh, they don't tell you where to find sellers, where to find, you know, buyers. And, um, and so luckily with my company, my broker provides a mentor for every new agent. Um, he pays them separately. So it's not a commission split. Like I'm not having to, you know, give part, part of my of income for them to coach me. And thankfully that we are set up in that because even though this is my fourth year, I still call her every day. <laughs> um, every property is different. Every There's always per, something to learn. Every person that you're dealing with is different. And so, you know, I want to make sure that I am giving them the best or correct advice. And as you know, sometimes I call you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm happy when you call me. I'm happy to help. Which is, is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, I don't know. I think that if people have the will and the drive to do it, uh, create real estate like a real job. And then they have to put people around them that they trust that will put them in the right direction. Um, I, you know, I have Jane at my office, my broker doesn't sell real estate. So I mm -hmm. can call or text him at any point of the day and he's there to help if I need him. You know, so he's not out showing a house or doing business. He, right. He, he, and so he's there as a support. Right. Which is amazing and very rare you know, in mm -hmm. our industry, but to have that in like our office admin, you know, is very great with social media support, um, the building your website and your apps, me being able to have you, like, I feel like is very, very important for an agent to surround themselves with people that's going to help them, you know, yeah. um, it, there's a lot of ways to get in trouble. There's a lot of things that, you know, you can say by accident that, you know. Yeah, that can cause liability to fall on your lap. Correct. And so before I ever say anything to a client, I want to make sure that I am saying it correct. And so a lot, a lot of times I will tell them, I don't know, but I will find out. Let me get off the phone. And as soon as I find out and, you know, and so then, then I will call my broker or I'll call you and what is the correct, you know, the correct way that I need to go about this, you know, and real estate is, I sell everything. I have sold property. I think the lowest price property was maybe $5,000. Um, and I've sold a million dollar property. Um, mm -hmm. if it's able to be sold, I, I want to sell it. Um, you know, um, 
And so it doesn't matter if it's a farm or a house in a neighborhood, you know. Uh, You're I, not a real estate snob. Is that what we're trying to say? <laughs> yes. You know, and, and so I know a lot of agents want to, you know. Stick to a certain niche. Right. And that's great if you have that in the pipeline. But being new, um, I didn't. You yeah. know, and so I sold, you know, a commercial building. Um, I, you know, I've sold a 500 acre farm. I, I've sold, you know, a mobile home, uh, you right. know, um, I've sold investment properties for people. Um, and so it doesn't matter. Real estate agents also, you need to earn your income. And so I'm finally getting to the point where I'm getting uh, referrals. Uh, so I'm not having to pound pavement as much as, as I much. was. But I'm getting that not because I'm the best agent out there or uh, that I'm not the top seller that's in their area, but it's because I'm going to make sure that I'm going to do everything that I can and earn what I'm getting paid for. Um, I went and showed a horse farm. Uh, it was a beautiful day. I was in uh, jeans and I had flip-flops on. <laughs> and we get to the farm and it starts a downpour, you know. And and so this man's like, well, I'm going to walk. He wanted to walk the fence line. And it's a downpour, you know. So I take our first few steps and I'm in the flip-flops. And I'm like, this is not going to work. So I took them off. <laughs> and I walked this entire farm with him barefoot in the pouring rain, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And he just started giggling. He's like, "Are you sure?" And I'm like, "It this it's much easier, <laughs> you know." I was like, "My flip flops are not sinking in the mud." Um, but but you know, uh, he has bought and sold five or six properties with me since then, and he said that he used me just because you know I had the option to go sit in my car and wait for him, but I wasn't going to. Um, so if if they're out there, they're looking at it. I'm with I'm with them because you know I'm yeah. their agent, um, and so I think it's really important. I've cleaned houses, I've helped paint, I've helped, uh, you know, direct- <laughs> You're a one stop shop. <laughs> well, if they need it, you know. So sometimes people need a little help, you know, um, and especially being a new agent, I didn't have the funds to send a professional painter or a <laughs> professional organizer. But I had time. And so yeah. I could offer my time. I mean, I can come help. Like, you know, I can help you clean and I can help you paint. You know, it, it, it is not going to be a professional painter, <laughs> but it, it would look nice, you know. And so that's kind of what I offered uh, to get people into the house they need and something that's safe and livable um, to help it sell, the, you know, the top, the we can get yeah, it the sold. Top price at, you can get it sold for. Right. And so I think it's just agents. If an agent is starting out, they just really need to, you know, you kind of just have to go out and hit pavement every single day. You have um, to be organized and have a lot of work ethic is what it sounds like to me. Right. And so, you know, you can do as little as you want or as much as you want in this industry. And it's all about what you put in, you know, open houses. When I first started off, I didn't have any listings, you know, so, but I would ask other agents in my office, 
and they would allow me to do open houses for them. Um, and so sometimes you have, especially starting out, you kind of have to, I, I felt like I needed to take what I could get. Yeah. Take every opportunity and wring out of it everything that you can. Right. And so, um, I, yeah, so it's been, this will be year four and then I'm still doing pretty good. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I think, thankfully I had you, you know, in this industry to help me. And then, and then my office, I can't say anything more. I, I think I got lucky by picking the, the brokerage. That well, I you were smart enough to pick a brokerage that was going to be a very, very good support for you, you know, right. Well, you I, give yourself a little credit there. As well, because I mean, I know that you looked into some other places and I know you did your homework and you picked a place that you knew was going to have your back. Right. And uh, yeah, and I knew I would need like hands on because well, I had no idea I was going in, you know. You were going, green. Yeah. Brand, brand yeah, new. Brand and new. Then, uh, no idea what I was doing. Uh, and so I think that if I had chosen a different brokerage that I wouldn't have been as successful. But having the team that my broker has, uh, the setup for yeah. the, the Richmond office has, having you, yeah, and then being able to just, just go in and work every day. Yeah, put the, put the work ethic behind it. Because right. at the end of the day, you know, work ethic is everything yes. in any career right. that you're going to yes. have. You've got to have the drive to actually put forth the effort to be successful. So um, we mentioned, obviously, that you changed career paths. You know, I'm sure there are a lot of people out in the world who are working at a job and they think, you know, I don't love it. You know, this is not what I feel called to do. I'm, you know, feel maybe stagnant. Maybe they just really hate it. Um, what do you say to those people who are really looking into possibly making a change in their life, no matter their age? I mean, they could be really young. They could be middle-aged. They could be a senior citizen that's still working and wants to do something new. What is your advice? We're only here once. Um, so if you're not happy with what you're doing, if you're not, you know, I feel like that would be, I don't know, so miserable to have to get up. And like, and that's kind of where uh, I was in, in, you know, no matter your salary, your income. And it's like, oh my God, I, I just dread going in here. Yeah. And I'm at a point where I I love what I do. Um, more so, I think of like helping people. I feel like I'm helping people make whatever the best decision that they can, right. whether it's them, you know, adding investment properties to a portfolio, you know, for a, a better retirement or the first time home buyer. Um, and so, I think I, every day I get up and I'm excited. I'm happy to talk to people. Uh, and I, I don't know if they're struggling or in a slump, I would find something, you know, uh, don't be afraid to take the plunge into something brand new. new. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cause so said, like you're only here once, you know? And so if you're not, if you're not enjoying life, you know, make that change. Just, just do it. <laughs> you know, you kind of just have to make the decision and 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 fall in. And that's why I was hesitant because after talking to, to Tom when he would come in, you know, it took me about 
two years, maybe three after seeing him, you know, in and out to really make the decision. Cause I was like, Oh gosh, you know, I don't know, you know, and I would talk to him. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know how you do this. You know, you, you go th- from a, a steady paycheck to a, uh, yeah, to nothing. Commi- commission only. And, you know, if you get a listing. <laughs> yeah. And so it, it's a, a maybe, you know, somewhere down the line. Um, but watching him grow um, and coming from the, like the same industry, um, then I was like, okay, I, I, I you know, big, take a big gulp and just, I have to do this. Or, you have uh, to at least try. Right. Yeah. And so luckily, yeah. So I, yeah, I've done pretty good and been all over. I've learned all the tricks of the trade now. Well, well I don't know. <laughs> at least, at least a handful of them. Yeah, but I, I definitely feel a lot more confident in everything. I, I feel like I could probably handle any situation at this point. Hopefully, yeah. well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think that you can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really just want to thank you for taking time today to be the very first guest on Spilling the Title Tea. And I think the audience can absolutely see that uh, Cassie is full of passion. She has a heart for the people that she works with, all of her clients. And uh, she's with Century 21 here in Richmond, Kentucky. But as she said, she pretty well services any part of the state that you would like her to go to. Um, So if you have any real estate needs, whether you're buying, whether you're selling, Whatever the situation may be, we encourage you to reach out to Cassie because she will absolutely take the the best care of you possible. We're going to put her information uh, in the comments section below so that you have all of the information necessary to reach out to her if you need to. And we just thank you for joining us on Spilling the Title Tea, where we talk a little bit about business and a lot about life. That's all the tea we have for you this week. Thanks for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Spilling the Title Tea and visit us online for more valuable resources at springdaletitle.com. Mm-hmm.